book of Acts chapter 2 and the verse number 41 the verse number 47 we stand to honor God in the reading of God's word Acts chapter 2 the verse number 41 to verse number 47 read together and the Bible says one to go then they that gladly received his word were baptized the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers verse 43 says and a fear and fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles verse 44 says and all that believed were together and had all things in common verse number 45 says and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need for the success and they continued daily with one accord in a temple and in breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart for the seven says praising God having favor with all the people the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved I love that word so much come on let's read the verse 47 together one more time praising God and having favor with all the people the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved come on clap your hands right now and before you are sitting tell somebody it's all a circle it's all a circle come on walk out of your sentence it's a circle it's a circle see I'm joining the circle and I'm in a circle and I thank God for the circle and tell so you are in my circle you are in my circle come on clap your hands right now you see what an amazing series of prophetic declaration we had we're declaring I'm not alone Anybody, God bless with that message. I'm not alone. You are certainly not alone. You're clapping the sick. You are definitely not alone. God is with you. Goodly people are with you. And the voice of depression and loneliness and fear is permanently destroyed in your life. You are not alone in Jesus' name. Come on, shout your loudest. I'm here with a clap now. We declare that word the whole month of July and and many be blessed and delivered and rescued and come into a strong place of spiritual impactation and I wanted to stay right there and then take you even a step further because God does not want you to be alone and there must be a spiritual system and a pattern and a culture that will permanently break the back of loneliness out of your life that so that you would never find yourself in a place of loneliness hence I believe that God is bringing us to a new series I'm starting called the community circles the community circles tell somebody it's a circle it's a circle it's so 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 important to understand that if there's a company that you would don't have to take for granted if there's a company that will be a blessing to your life and change your life story and turn your destiny into what God originally ordained for your destiny to be, if there's something so special you ought to appreciate, you ought to acknowledge and thank God for, then it's a company that God has put in, in the company of that we call the community, the godly community. There is what we call godly community. It is so important that we begin to appreciate and understand what it means to walk in a godly community because we want to thank God for the many mighty things God did in the Bible. We thank God for the many times there were mighty miracles and what signs and wonders and the power of God and the breakthroughs of God but understand that throughout scriptures anything God did may have started with one person but the peak of it was community our God is a God of community our God is a God of community community is what will change your work with God community is what will propel your work with God to a whole new level. Community is what will revive your work with God 
activate you cause you to stay in the flow of God. Anytime God calls a person, God does not leave the person at the level of alone, but God takes the person into the highest level of community. I want to thank God for the great power of God. I want to thank God for, for all the great moves of God. I want to thank God even in this house that we have experienced so mighty move of God. So many mighty moves of God. We thank God for power now. We thank God for standing in the gap. We thank God for having on earth. We thank God for all the great stuff we do. But beyond that, it does not end at power night. It does not end at standing there. It does not end at any of the great things we do as a family and as and as a church or any program. But it ends with God putting us in a family. God will put you always in a family. We'll talk about community. What is godly community? Godly community for you as a Christian. We are talking about the people that God has brought into your lives as a result of believing in Christ Jesus. The people that God has connected your destiny to. The people that together you all believe in Jesus. That God has connected you to so that you grow together. And then to become who God ordained for you to be. Godly community are the people that God brought your way not by your own choice, not by your own machination, not even by your own plans, but God brought them your way because you are a Christian. You are a child of God. You believe in Jesus. And then God puts you in a family of people or fellow believers that you all believe in Jesus and those people become your community we call them Christian community I want to thank God that, 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 that in Christ there's a tradition in Christ there's a culture in Christ there's a lifestyle and, and our lifestyle is not only through the, the, the many big programs we do but our Christian lifestyle is actually found when we find ourselves in godly community. That's why I thank God that you don't take anything for granted. The people around you don't take it for granted. The person sitting next to you don't take it for granted. The people that God has connected your destiny to in Christ, you don't take it for granted. Because these are people that God brought your way for a purpose. So that you walk your godly life not alone not alone god never intended for you to journey or to go on this christian journey alone god has planted you placed you located you amongst people who all believe in jesus i want to thank god that when we gather the central place is not the central place of our gathering is not what you are wearing the central place of our gathering is not what shoe you are wearing the central place of our gathering is not what political party you belong to. The central place of our, God, of our gathering is not which home you come from, what tribe you come from, the color of your skin, the, the, your, your educational background. But the central place of our gathering is Jesus. Jesus is our central place. You're clapping. If I will clap better and give God a better praise in the house. The center place of our gathering is not our tribe. It's not the color of our skin. The center place of our gathering is Jesus. God brought you amongst fellow believers. That is where you find Christian lifestyle, Christian culture, Christian tradition. There are stuff we do that God has designed to help your Christian walk. And I thank God for the powerful things we've seen in this house. But I tell you, the most amazing part of your journey is not only at Power Night, it's really finding yourself among fellow believers and doing this Christian thing together. And together, we journey together and have testimonies together. You're clapping. 
Whenever you meet God, you, he will always bring you into a community after your experience. Your initial experience with God may be alone. I don't know how you got born again. The Bible says here in the book of Acts, there was some power of God. Like the day of Pentecost, it was so much powerful, so strong, a powerful service that Peter, who a little girl scared and, 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 and got him to, to, to say he didn't know Christ. The Holy Spirit came and Peter, after speaking in tongues, preached the gospel, prophesied, and 3,000 gave their life to Christ. What an amazing service. It was a power night type. Of, it was a stand in the gap kind of service. It was a heaven on a service. It was a powerful movement. And here, the Bible says there was so much power of God present. But God did not end it at Peter preaching and bringing people to the same little crowd. But God ended it by putting them in a community of believers that praised God in the temple and went house to house breaking bread together, sharing their things in common as every man had need and they becoming one and staying together as a Christian family. The peak of revival is not a service when somebody got healed. The peak of revival is when God connects you to other people who are fired up as you are, who are anointed as you are, who are excited at you are. The peak of revival is not Gideon Nassau screaming at you. The peak of revival is when Tuesday 11 a.m. you are in your house and there are fellow believers texting, talking, engaging in a circle talking about Christ, fellowshipping, sharing, being a blessing to each other. The height of revival is not Sunday morning. The height of revival is fellowship is community is union when we are together when we stand together and love together and we pray together and fellowship together and we meet each everyone's needs that is the height of a true revival you're clapping you're clapping you're clapping come on you're clapping you want to smile and tell somebody the peak of revival is not when you can speak in tongues. The peak of revival is when we can speak in tongues. The peak of revival is not when you got a breakthrough alone. The peak of revival is when we all got a breakthrough. The peak of revival is not when you are on fire alone. The peak of revival is when you get your fire. I get my fire. She gets a fire. He gets a fire. And together as iron sharpening iron so do a man sharpening the countenance of his friend God is raising a generation of believers that are all on fire ordinary people nobody's but on fire nobody knows but you're on fire for God we are together and we stand together we pray together we love together we stand and fellowship together Together, I welcome you to the circles we call community. God is placing you amongst fellow believers that will sharpen you, revive you, activate you. Welcome to community circle. Come on, do say it's a circle. It's all a circle. Come on, say it's a circle. Say your smile is my smile. Your pain is my pain. Your jaw is my joy your testimony is my testimony it doesn't end at the Sunday service but it goes further to your house the Bible says they from the temple praising God went to each other's house breaking bread the revival will not only be in the house but it will spread from in your office in your home in your office in the traffic I sense a community of believers all around the world on social media everywhere can I get a clap in the house now give God a praise in the building right now you're clapping the sick in the house give God a praise give God a praise give God a praise in the house give God a praise in the house 
give God a present. What's true on the Bible? We find out that God's Artemis plan throughout the Bible, we find that a community has always been the destination for every movement. I tell you what, it may have initially started with you, but the destination, the height of it, the peak of it is not just you. I remember I got born again alone. I was born into a Christian family, but I was not born again. Grandparents, my mom, Christian, but I was not born again. Born a Presbyterian, baptized, not born again. How did I become born again? I went to church, so I was in church, but I was not born again. I went to church because in Presbyterian church, you get baptized, right? So, and then you get baptized as a child, and then you get confirmed at the age when you are in your teens. So, I was, I was going to church training to be, get, to be confirmed, right? At 16 years. And then I saw, after service, I saw a group of people that were singing and dancing. I was like, what kind of dance is that? And I like to learn how to dance. And I got close to the dancing because I like funny things. Are you with me at all? You, you may have come to it because of funny reason, but God has got a plan. Are you with me at all? I don't know why. Maybe you came here because some lady. Uh, maybe you came here because some guy. I don't know how you came here, but God has got a plan. It's not about how you came here. It's about how you live here. You may have come here through the left gate, but you live to the right gate. You may have come through the north gate, but you live to the south. I went there to see the people dancing, but I got born again. But thank God that it began with me, but certainly it's not ending with me I can't end it it's standing with my life but look what God has done in you in her in him and together we form a community smile and tell somebody it started with you but God has got a community a nation a people a family in mind I want to thank God that what started in 1998 just an honorary day service I got born again has now gotten out of hand, is exploding, is spreading, is reviving, is staring. There is something I sense that God is about to do. It has started with you, but it's about to get all over the world. You are going global. You are changing your world, changing your nation, changing your family, changing your community. Anybody clapping their hands right now? It started with you, but God has gone. Smile and tell somebody, I'm in a circle. I'm in a circle. Let me put out my theological argument. Through our Bible, we find out that community has always been God's destination of every movement. In Genesis chapter 1, verse number 2 and 6, verse number 26, Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26, Bible says, God said, let us make man in our image. And after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over all of the air, and over every cattle, and over every, and over all that, and over, and over all the earth, and over everything that creeped, and over every creeping thing that creeped upon the face of the earth. So God created man in his image, his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female created he, them. Verse 28 says, and God blessed them. And God what? Tell somebody, I got the first commandments. Say, my first commandment is not dust and not steal. Say, my first commandment is not dust and not kill. My first commandment is that be fruitful. Say, my first commandment is that God said be blessed. And God blessed them. God what blessed them. The first time God gave command and gave an instruction and God released a command. It was not any of the things that God gave to Moses later on. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. That's not cute. That's not coming adultery. And so thank God for all that. But the first ever commandment that God gave man and God blessed them and God said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea 
sea and over the fall of the earth and over every living thing that moved upon the earth. My first commandment from God is that I got to be fruitful. I got to multiply and I have to replenish the earth and certainly have dominion over the earth. The devil is a liar. I know my original instruction. This was before sin. This was before the fall. God's original plan has always been about you being fruitful. You multiplying. You having dominion. You subduing it. You replenishing. The devil is a liar. Fruitfulness is in my DNA. I can't help it but to be fruitful. I can't help it but to multiply. I can't help it but to replenish the earth. I can't help it but to subdue and got dominion. Fruitfulness is my portion. The devil is a liar. It was Adam and Eve. But God said, don't let it end with you, Adam and Eve. You got to be fruitful. You got to give back to something. You got to multiply it. You got to replenish it. You got to subdue it and get dominion. We don't have dominion until we are fruitful. We don't have dominion until we multiply. We don't have dominion until we replenish the end. You are too much into yourself. This thing is about to break forth out of you. Be fruitful. Out of you. Multiply. Out of you. Replenish. Out of you. Have dominion. The devil is a liar. It can't end here. This thing is about to spread all over the world. You're clapping and sick in a building now. This thing. This thing. Smiling tells us that this thing, come on, Gibson House said this thing. Said this thing we've started is about to get out of hand. Come on, tell someone I was looking for a little church, a little business, a little company, a little family. I was looking for me and my wife, but God said it's bigger than me and my wife, it's bigger than Gideon Tanso, it's bigger than a little church here at the Empowerment Situation Center. This thing must be added on to, this thing must multiply. This thing is not just a local thing. This thing is not just a mini church. This thing is a global thing. It's a national thing. It's a community thing. It must spread around the world. Anybody clap in your hand because this thing is about to spread. That was God's instruction to Adam and Eve. Now we come. To Noah, Genesis 79, verse 1. Genesis 9 and 1, the Bible says, And God blessed Noah. See, the first time they came out of the ark, the same thing. And God blessed Noah. Mind you, everything was gone. God was starting all over again. Adam missed it. God is now starting all over again. And God comes back to the same thing. And God blessed Noah. And what? He didn't bless Noah. He blessed Noah what? And his sons. And God said unto them, what? Be, come on, be, louder, be. Your voice is too low for my life. Be, did you eat this morning? Hello? Hello? I'm preaching on empty stomach, man. Don't even try it right now. Come on, speak louder. You ask something. One, two, go. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the, the same thing God told Adam he's telling Noah because by the mouth of two or more witness every word is established God's plan has always been about being fruitful multiplying and replenishing the earth that's your DNA you're clapping it's sick in the building now same thing to Noah same commandment same instruction okay we're hoping that God will change at some point Genesis 12 Verse 1 to 3. Genesis 12, 1 to 3. Now, let's talk about Abraham. 1 to go now. The Lord, God has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of your country, of thy kindred, from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Verse 2 says, And I'll make thee of a great nation. Oh, yeah. We thought it was still just going to be just Abraham. God said, No, no, no. I still got nations in mind. I still got the whole earth in mind. And I'll make the greatness and I'll bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be what? A blessing. Tell us that God doesn't want to bless you. Say God doesn't want to bless you. But God wants to bless through you. Hey, hey, hey. Say God doesn't want to bless you. 
He says that God doesn't want to bless you. He want to bless through you. Say so you are a channel. Say so I'm a channel. Tell us I am a possessor of nothing but a steward of all. All things in my hands I must distribute and must share because I am a channel. Watch it. And the Lord watch and, I, and the Lord bless him. And the Lord and the Lord and the Lord and I'll bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in these are all all families of the earth be what? Be blessed. Same thing. Not just about you. It doesn't end with you. I want families of the earth to be blessed. You're clapping. It's in the house right now. You're clapping. It's in the building right now. Come on, go. Come on, go. Come on, go. Genesis, Exodus. Genesis 35. Verse 9 to 11, NIV version. Genesis 35, 9 to 11. Now God now comes to Jacob. And after he returned from Padam Aram, God appeared unto him again and blessed. There's something about about blessing that is following you around. Okay. Verse 10 says, Verse 10, and God said unto him, Your name is Jacob. Your name is what? Jacob. But I will no longer, you will no longer be called Jacob. Your name shall be what Israel. What is Israel? Plenty. Tell us, say plenty. That one I learned long time ago from my grandmother. Say Israel means ododo. Plenty. Say plenty. This man say plenty. Say it used to be you, but now it's getting plenty. Anybody ready for plenty things? God is about to do it. Oh, you're clapping. You're clapping. Oh, 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 empowerment. Oh, empowerment. Hey, hey. Hey, it used to be just you, but you are no longer be called Jacob, but you are now going to be called what? Israel, meaning plenty, a lot, many. So he named him Israel. Verse 11, I love verse 11. Verse 11 says, and God said to him, I am God almighty. Be fruitful, same word. Increase, same word. And a nation. Oh, what? A nation. And a community of nations will come from you. Kings will be amongst your descendants. Tell somebody, community of nations is coming from empowerment worship center. And it's coming from you and, oh, come on. Point to ten and say, you and you and you and you. It's a good place to get excited because this is a new thing God is about to do. Empowerment, you're clapping and singing the house right now. Watch this. And said, kings will be amongst your descendants. When we come together, we'll produce kings. When we come together, he said, it started with once upon a time you were Jacob. Then I will change you from Jacob into Israel, meaning plenty. And from Israel, there'll be a nation. And from a nation, there'll be a community of nations. And from there, kings will come out. When we stand alone, we don't produce kings. But when we build together and build community, we raise kings. I see in this house greatness is coming out. Kings are coming out. Destinies will come out from your families, from your church, from this nation, from this family, from Empowerment Worship Center. Where are those who are ready to be kings right now? Give God your loudest clap of praise in the building. Come on, go! I need your smiley to say, Kings are coming out of you. Come on, I prophesy to you with my eyes open. Say, this one, I don't need to close my eyes. I prophesy to you with my eyes open that kings and queens and princes and leaders and nations and powerful people, wealthy people, great people, apostles and preachers and churches and community and hospitals. The devil is a liar. This thing that started alone is getting out of hand is exploding I see kids coming out of this family you're clapping and sick in a building give God a praise now 
kings, kings, kings. God never intended for this thing to end with you. We go a step further. Exodus chapter 19, verse number 3 to 6. God now moves to Moses. I'm establishing my, and Moses went up to God and God called him unto the, out of a mountain saying, Thus, thus thou, thou shalt say unto the house of Israel, tell the son of Israel, verse 4 said, verse 4 said, have you have seen what I did unto Egypt, the Egyptians and how I bear you on, on eagles wings and brought you unto myself. Verse 5 said, now therefore if you obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. For all the earth is mine. Verse number 6 said, and ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests. 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 Tell somebody, it started with Moses. Now it's getting to a nation and it's getting to priests that dealt and, and a holy nation. And these are the and these are the words we dare to speak unto the children of Israel. Verse 7 says, verse 7, and Moses came and called the elders of the people and laid before their faces all these words which the Lord had commanded. In verse 8 says, verse 8, the Bible says, and the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. And Moses returned the returned the words of the Lord on return what's the people unto the law verse number 9 says and Lord said unto Moses Lord I come unto thee in a thick cloud that the people may know and the people may hear when I speak with thee and believe thee forever and Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord it started with Moses but God said it's getting to a nation it's getting to a priest it's getting to people the devil is a liar what you carry can end with you it must go on and continue and multiply and bless other life empowerment was the center can we not just be a people into ourselves can we be a people with a nation minded a community mindset a people ready to for God to do through us that which only God can do that's where God is taking this family we call empowerment was your clapping is sick in the house right now. so we see from the story we see from Adam to Noah to Abraham to, Mo, to Jacob now to Moses now even to Jesus it started with just Jesus. But it entered the 12, the 3,000, the 5,000, then to you and I. The Bible says at the birth of the church in Acts chapter 2, verse 41 to 47, the Holy Ghost descended, and when he descended, a community of believers were built. Please smile and tell somebody, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you should not divide anybody. Say the Holy Spirit does not devise us. Come on. Say the Holy Ghost does not ask you to stay at home. Say the Holy Spirit builds a community of believers. Come on. So say, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. This thing when the Holy Ghost come upon you and you shun everybody, block everybody, cut everybody. Well, say I don't need anybody because I got the Holy Ghost. You are missing out. When the Spirit comes upon you, we build fellow believers. We build community. We build the church. We build a people with the same grace, the same oil and the same assignment. When the Holy Ghost came, it ended with a people, with a church, with fellow believers, with a community. A community. Tell somebody, you need me and I need you. You didn't say it with faith. You need me and I need you. Please give someone a point and say, you need me and I need you. You are not this. Say, say, you need me and I do definitely need you. Just say, together we can do great stuff. Say, together we can fight some things. Anybody thanking God for community right now? Watch this. Why? Why? Is it so important because the peak of every movement of God is community. The word community, according to Noah Webster, I love Noah Webster. Noah Webster was a, a believer, a Christian, Christian scholar. He defines community as the properly common possession or enjoyment as a community of goods. He defines community as a society of people having common rights and privileges, common interests, civil, political, 
or ecclesiastical or living under the same laws or and regulation. This word may signify a common wealth or state, a body politic, a particular society in order, in order of men within a state as a community or monks as often used for the public or people in general without very definite limits. It defines community thirdly as commonness, frequency. Tell us, say commonness. Say some things are about to be common in our lives. Say you are not the only one going to get blessed. Say blessing will be common among us. Say favor will be common among us. Testimony will be common among us. Say some things are going to be so common. Say it's common. Say it's common. Please smile and say say commonness. Commonness. It's all around. It's infectious. It's all over. Yes, smile will be common. Favor will be common. Testimony will be common. We are together. I bind the demon of just me. What I carry, you carry. What you carry, I carry. You smile as I smile. You celebrate as I celebrate. We are together. Commonness, frequency, a flow, a realm, an anointing, a spread. It moves because everything that must work must flow. Everything. Everything. I love the loud difference of frequency. Frequency. Temperature. A realm. You know, you know, you know, you know, something that's so tr true, something that's so true. Our, our, our gift things might not be the same, but our frequencies should always be the same. I mean, I mean, I mean, our preaching may not be the same, but the central focus must always be about Jesus. Are you, are you not at all? Our, our, our money, our talent, our money may not be the same. Just give talent. The master gave talent two, five. One, I am not all. The problem was not a one got one, or one got two, or five. The problem is that the problem is that the one that got one did not appreciate and trust. He didn't trust the master. Sometimes we compare ourselves to people negatively, when the master knows why he gave us one, and all we need to do is to be excited about our one and focus on it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not going to do what Pastor Samuel does because I wasn't called to do that. But when he, when, when he stays in us and I say my assignment and we have the same frequency, we achieve and complete each other. It is not about you wanting to be somebody. It's about staying in the grace God given you and stay in your flow. Watch it. The hand doesn't have to be the leg and the eye doesn't have to be the ears because they both or all do different things. Are you with me at all? The only thing that must work is that the blood must flow through everywhere. Once the blood flows through everywhere, the hand can remain the hand, leg, leg, and together will still be the body of Christ. I don't have to be another church. All I need to do is to stay in the same frequency. You're clapping. You're clapping. You're clapping. You're clapping. You're clapping. You're clapping. Smile and tell somebody, smile and tell somebody, I don't have to be you. Say, I don't have to compare myself to you. And I don't even want to be you. All I need to do is that together, our flow must be Jesus. Our motive must be Jesus. Our focus must be Jesus. The resource must be Jesus. Jesus must be the only reason why we do what we do. We do not to compete. We do not to find. Not to insult. Not to show off. But we do it because God called us. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Anybody excited because? Jesus is our central place. You're clapping, you're clapping, you're clapping. You're clapping, you're clapping, you're clapping. You're clapping, you're clapping, you're clapping. Hey, 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 hey. Three reasons why God is putting you in a community. Number one, number one, so important. Number one, why? Why? Is community so important? Why is God bringing us into the circle? The circle. Say, don't stay out of the circle. Say, I don't know where you are, but I know where you are supposed to be. You are supposed to be within the circles. Say, I don't know where you are right now. You might be NDC, MPP. You might be boy, girl. You might be single, married. You can be. You might be poor, bro. Whatever you call yourself, there's something that is so common with us, and that commonality should be Jesus. We must all be in a circle. 
It's bigger than your political party, bigger than your sex, bigger than your background, bigger than your clapping, bigger than your passport you hold, bigger than how much money you got, bigger than uh, your clapping, bigger than any preacher, bigger than anything. We must be in a circle. I love the circle. Why is a circle committee important? Number one, community is so important because of staring. Whenever you stay in a community, you are staring. If there's one thing that community does to you, that it stares you up. Whenever you meet God, he moves in the atmosphere and deportes things. These things sometimes can be dormant until you meet people who can help you bring it out. There are things you never know you carry until you meet other people carrying the same thing. I tell you what, I, whenever God calls you, God will bring people that will stare you up. It's important that you remain stared. And not, you don't all, always feel like doing it, but when you stay around people who are doing it, you can be stared to do it. There are some things that you are going to do, not because you are anointed, because someone is going to stare you to do it. I thank God for community, because community is a place of staring. I love staring. I love staring. I love, Bible says, stare up the gift of God in you. Why is staring so Because when you don't stare, you don't know what you carry. Many of you are carrying great things, but you are not stared up. Bible said, there's none that stand up himself to lay hold. Paul said, stand up the gift of God in you. By the pool of Bethsaida, an angel, an angel, an angel of the Lord will get down and stir the waters. And whosoever after the waters has been stirred, stepped in, is made whole of whatever disease you are dead. There's no disease that can be healed so long as the church is stirred. We are not healing because we are not stirred enough. We are not seeing mighty move of God and testimony because nobody is stared. And how do you get, you get stared at when you meet people who are kind of what you carry and they revive you. There are some things I would never have been able to do about people who, who stared me up. You got no idea this morning when I came, I walked from my office here. Some things were on my mind and I was dealing with stuff. But when the guys came there and sang the song, my goodness, I got up and I'm like, what is that? I got stared up. Something gets stared when we stay in the atmosphere of people who are anointed. My prayer for you today is that you don't stay alone. For as iron sharpened, iron sword to a man. Shopping in the countenance of his friends say, stare. Oh, tell somebody there's a lot in you that needs staring. Come on, Gibson said there is a lot in you that needs staring. Come on, smile and tell somebody after today you are going to be stared. I thank God your smile is a staring. Your clap is a staring. Your praise is a staring. The devil is a liar. The Bible says and Saul was anointed by prophet Samuel. And when Saul was anointed in the book of Samuel, the Bible says Saul said, Samuel said, I anoint you. When Saul and the servant attended, arrived to at Gibeah. The Bible said Saul had met Samuel, and Samuel took oil and poured oil upon Saul and anointed him king and prophesied over him. But all the prophetic, all the anointing, all the impartation, all the deposit, all the influence, all the graces was lying dormant in him. Come on, hit your stomach and say, There are things lying dormant. There are things lying dormant. Ministries are lying dormant. Mantles are lying dormant. Graces are lying dormant. Business are lying dormant. The Bible said all the stuff that someone said to Saul never came to being until in the verse number 10. The verse number 10 of first someone chapter 10. And when Saul and his attendant arrived at Gibeah, a group of prophets, he then a group of prophets met him. Then the spirit of God took control of him and prophesied. There's a place where you get to, you can't help it, but the spirit around will take control over you. Have you been around people you never wanted to do it? But by the time you realize you are doing it, it's a flow, it's an atmosphere, it's a spirit, it takes over you now. Community will stir you up. Please sit down. You never know what you are capable of doing until you hang around some people. 
I never knew I was so crazy about Arsenal until I found myself at Emirates. I lost it. I had to hit myself. Hey, you are a prophet. I said, prophet is your word. Leave me alone. Why? Because when you are around them, when you are with them, if football can stir you up, then the Holy Ghost can provoke you. And today, I declare right now, let all you be still. Let goodness be still. Let anointing be still. Your club in the sick in the building. Come on, go. Sit down. Sit down. You choose your friends. You choose the people you hang around with. You choose your community. And today, God chose this church for you. Don't take empowerment for granted. Don't take ourselves for granted. Don't take everything we do for granted. Because it is not just about power night. It's about staying in the community. The Bible says, when, the, when then the spirit of God took control over him. It means that what he was carrying could not overpower the atmosphere. Make sure you are around people whose spirit are good. Because their spirit, when they are strong, will take over your atmosphere. And the Bible says, when the spirit took control, he prophesied along them. He never prophesied. He never knew how to prophesy. The prophetic word was upon him, but it never got activated until he met other people carrying the prophetic. You don't carry destiny and hang around people with no destiny. You don't carry anointing and hang around people who are devils. You got to connect to people who are carrying what you are carrying. And the Bible said, watch it. And the Bible said, when Saul met them, he was not a prophet but the people were prophesying and by the time he read the Bible he was prophesying along with them he didn't know how to prophesy he just tagged along he just joined the crowd it's that Pastor Joseph is on a journey Pastor Hyder is on a journey Pastor Paul on a journey Pastor Summer is on a journey and I decided to tag along I don't know where they are going but I'm tagging along I don't know where they are going but I'm tagging along can you tag along people with destiny with power with all Oil with grace, the devil is a liar as iron sharpening iron, so do a man sharpening the countenance of his friend. I am talking a lot of people who are going somewhere, who are serving the Lord, who are preaching, who are prophesying, who are stand up. The devil is a liar. I refuse to stay alone. I didn't know how to do it, but as I hang around, as I turn along, it will follow me today. Let the oil fall on you let the grace fall on you let the mantle fall on you now rise up and clap and shout and say yes can you can you get out of your seat and tell somebody i'm going to tag along come on i'm going to tag along come on i'm going to tag along Come on, stop. I'm going to tag along. Come on, I'm going to tag along. I'm going to hang around. I'm going to be around this thing. There's fire. I'm going to stay around it. There's oil. I'm going to stay around it. There's prayer. I'm going to stay around it. I'm going to hang around and Paul was the center. The devil is a liar. Every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every power night, you're clapping the signal. Priscilla. Make sure you are tagging along people who know where they are going. That's why your community is so important. Tag along people who are going somewhere. You know, people say, they've turned the pastors into stars. Why not? Pastors have become superstars. And so what? Are you jealous? The Bible says, the wise men saw a star shining in the dark. Stars don't shine in light. They shine in dark. Darkness is necessary for light. The appearance of light is the disappearance of darkness. The, 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 the astrology didn't see darkness. They saw stars. They didn't see Jesus. They saw star. You know, a lot of people don't have problem with God. They have problem with Jesus. Hello, hello, hello. They believe in the universe, the supreme being. The man out there, up there, old man. They believe in him. They don't believe in Jesus. So usually, their struggle will be about Jesus. When you present Jesus, you get upset. 
But you see, people may be upset about Jesus, but they may like the results your Jesus gives. So they saw a star. These astrologers, so they were not Christians, so the wise men were not Christians. So mind you, when you read the Bible, these are demons, astrologers, palm readers, reading of, and when they saw the star, they said, What kind of a star is this? That's shining in darkness. Let me follow it. And follow it. And follow it. Somebody must see you shining. Watch, watch. In the dark. For them to follow you. Somebody must say, why are you glowing in the midst of economic crisis? How do you get so much joy when everybody's depressed? How are you so confident in the midst of everybody getting frustrated? You are the star shining in the dark. Watch this. Watch this. Watch Bible says, And as they followed the star and followed, the star led them to Bethlehem where Jesus was. Make sure the star you are following leads you to Christ. Once they lead you to Christ, leave the critics alone because it's not about your pastor being a superstar. He's a superstar that leads you to Christ. The, the, the glow underneath my glow is Christ. The light in the midst of darkness is really Jesus. The devil is a liar. You got to glow. You got to shine. Make sure you are following people who know where you are going. In a permanent center, Jesus is a central place. It's not about Gideon Danso, no any pastor. He is the only one that gets the glory, gets the praise, gets the honor. If you are stand up, give God your loudest and strongest shout of praise. Come on, go! Stand! How can these things be? Since I know no man, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Of the highest of us, and the holy shall be called the Son of God. Many of you, you leave the reading of that scripture to just that. By the end, there it says, If Mary, what you are going to carry so holy, and the Holy Spirit will do it, by the way. But I'm going to help you out because there's a difference between receiving the word and the process of the word. The word must go through process. Oh, you are too anointed to have friends, you are dangerous because you don't understand process. God will always use people. Hey? I don't talk to anybody. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't talk to anybody. I'm, I'm tired of people. I'm tired of you too. But we're going to still be here together. And the earlier you change your mind, the better for you. You're clapping and singing the housewife. Hold it. Hold it. Says, says, what you're coming, what are you going to carry? so holy. Beyond that, I'm going to help you. Your cousin Elizabeth, she's six months pregnant. She has she's, she that was called barren is with child. She's now six months with a child. In other words, whatever you are walking, whatever you are carrying, whatever you are called to do, somebody's always ahead of you. Look at look at look. Acknowledge those who are ahead of you and stop being too no. Acknowledge. Hey, hey. Acknowledge that. Your parents are older. There are people who are older than you. Six months pregnant. Who has walked the path you are here to walk? You experience is the best teacher, but it doesn't have to be your experience. You can learn from my experience. That's why you're in this church. So you're going to go to your cousin. You, 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 you receive the prophetic word, but you still need somebody to tag along, to hang along with. And the Bible says that when Mary met Elizabeth, the baby in the womb of Elizabeth leaped. Do you know that Mary thought she was nobody, but her life revived somebody? Sometimes you don't even know that your mess can be somebody's message. You, 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 you don't, 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 don't discount yourself like that. You carry something. But guess what? The baby did not walk, nor crawl. You have to crawl and walk before you leap. But when fellow believers connect together, we, we, we cut off crawling, we cut off walking, we leap. Bible says that one shall put a thousand, but two shall put one. Ten, they get a good reward for their labor. There's something about reviving, staring. Number two, when we stay in community, we spread the word. Bible says, great was the word, but many were the company of them that what that. 
publicizes. The word was great in the book of Psalm, but those that put it out there were great company. You can't do it alone. God wants this to spread. If you have received good news of the Bible, you must spread it. And the only way you can spread this word is not you staying in your house. It's you pouring yourself into others and being a blessing and letting other people share in your life. Don't tell me you are so private you don't want to spread the word. When you get a good car, you talk about it. When you get a good boyfriend, even that guy who break it, you are still talking about him. That guy who is cheating, he's still talking about him. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It will end in three very soon. I told the story about it went in dream. That granddaughter that got a boyfriend living with a grandmother. She won't talk. The grandmother never been to school, even though the grandmother wasn't paying the school fees. And she's got a boyfriend. She's not now speaking English because she don't want the grandmother to hear. But all ladies can catch you when you are doing something. Eh? You are not. You are speaking English, but when they see the glow and the giggling, they say, huh. so you won't tell me what's going on. Okay, you go on. When he breaks your heart, you cry in tree. I'm just saying that you want to talk about everything good you have in your life except the gospel. If, if the gospel has been that good to you, you got to talk about it. You got to spread. You see, the reason why community is important is because God wants us to spread the word, spread the joy, spread the fellowship, spread the grace, spread every good thing God gave you. Don't be selfish. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. The Bible says... The Bible says, the widow said, I have nothing in my house except a pot of oil. You know what she said? Nothing. She says she had nothing because the oil was not poured out nor spread. See, it was a lot in it. All it needed was other vessels to receive the oil. There are so many things God's given you. Things so small because you haven't spread it out. You see, if I had contained the word alone, I would have died with it and I came out down somewhere. But I started to spread the word. Who taught 16 years? Uh, when I was 16 years, God could use me to touch many lives. All I did was I did not hold it like a little oil for nothing. I started to pour it out. Elijah said to them, go and borrow vessel and borrow not a few. What God wants to do with us is not for a few. It's for many. And when the oil was released into the vessel, the widow kept on pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring. Who are you pouring yourself into? Who are you investing yourself into? Who are you mentoring? Who is blessed? Who has been a blessing to your life? Who are you blessing? We have churches today that there are no sons, they are only celebrity pastors. You alone, you do everything. You die with the move. You know, I found out that great ministers, especially those who work in the miracles, when they die, they die with the move because they never impacted anybody. Church churches that grows is a church that preaches the gospel. Let us not enjoy so much power that we don't spread it around. It lasts poor the vessel. Empowerment, I'm determined to spread this. I'm, look, I'm determined that I'm determined that every church we call our empowerment worship center will be a place of spreading. Spread it, you gotta spread it. Spread it, Pastor Paul. Spread it. You're clapping. You're clapping the signal. And it's possible. Spread it. Look at me. Look at me. What, what you carry is global. Stop being a local champion. Stop it. You are bigger than this. You are stronger than this. You are for the world. Hear me, church. Hear me, church. Spread it. The reason why we're about spread it. Bible says the oil did not cease. It was a vessel that finished. God's grace never ends. It's people that are not available. Never say there's no power. You are just not available. You are not available. When there's, when, there's, when there's availability of vessel, the oil will keep on pouring. You're clapping this in the house right now. And finally, and finally, community is important to tell you because it sustains. We sustain. Anything God does, the enemy doesn't like it. And the enemy wants to stop it. And the only way we can, we decide not to stop this thing too, is to make sure that we build community. If it's you alone, it can be stopped. But if it's other people, the enemy can take it down. 
it, we must be so many that the devil can figure his house. We must be plenty that it will take one of us betraying us to get us there. Christ would not have died but for Judas kissing him because they were all over the place. The disciples looked like each other. You remember when the little the girl said, your accent betrays you. It means in Christian we got an accent. Madam, if you just got born again, learn how to talk. We don't say F you. We don't say that in church. I got it. I know it's okay. It's a journey. You are coming. I don't stay there. We got accents. When you are frustrated, you don't say we learn, we grow. We got accent, we got language. We speak with peace and love and forgiveness and patience and long suffering and kindness. You're clapping. You see. The Bible says, when Saul looked for Samuel to kill him and got to Ramah, the company of prophets were prophesying, and Samuel was appointed as a leader over them. When Saul got there, he was sent to kill David. But when he got he prophesied also. There's an atmosphere when we build that no devil can take any one of us out. We can't be stopped. We can't die. This thing called community is meant to sustain you. The Bible says that two are better than one because when one falls, as for the falling to come. Anybody has fallen before? Anybody fell? I know, I know you never fall. I know, I know you I know you are on Hey, anybody, any, anybody fell before? Can I see my ripple in the house, man? You even fell last night. I know. The falling is not a problem. The falling is not a problem. The problem is that when you fall, there must be somebody who will not judge you, nor curse you, nor be religious, nor abuse you, but somebody who will lift you up. For women are cast down. We shall declare there's a lifting up. There got to be a downfalling before a lifting up. You're clapping. You say, I thank God. For a lipping our spirit. Now give me my middle. This is you. No, let me do it. Come, 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 come. Bring everything. But uh, Pastor, just help me. Come, 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 help. Help me. No, stand away. I'm the only one who knows what I'm doing. By the grace of God. This is a vessel. Some of you are empty vessels, right? You carry nothing. But it's not a problem. It's not about your emptiness. In fact, it's those who are empty that will be filled. Don't worry about having nothing. Just be available. This vessel. Empty. Some two are carrying some stuff. Some two are carrying Milo. Maybe that are prophetic. Prophetic anointing. Miracle anointing. Healing anointing. Money anointing. It's what you carry. Milo. Some are Milo Christians. Anointed with a special grace to be Milo. So much anointing, right? So much power, right? You are so anointed with the gift of praying and anointed to evangelize, to share the word. This you. But you alone don't make the church. And when we taste you alone, it's good, but really? So we need to add to you some needle. The gift of singing and worship. Are you with me at all? Special anointed to worship. But you see, I could have added sugar, but brother, 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 give her the income church today. But look at it too. If we leave these two at this, you know what has happened? They are different gifts. But we cannot taste them together because they are separated. It's dangerous for us to stay separated. It's unhealthy for the believers not to mix together. Not to fellowship together. You are unique on your own. But our differences must be brought together to make us beautiful. So there are many churches who are like this. Everybody stays in their own lane. But who will do the mixing for us? the Holy Spirit becomes our water. The paths are different. The ministration is different. The gifts are different. But the same Spirit, it comes to us to do the mix to pour. And when it pours, it does not end there. The Holy Spirit is right here. There are different gift things. But when we come together as a community, this is what happened. This is the community. We stare each other. 
and stare each other and stare each other and stare each other and stare each other. This is a special Milo. This is a different Pampa Milo right now. My God, the devil is I thank God for the staring. I thank God for the oil that stares. I thank God for the movement. I thank God for the fellowship. I thank God for the community. I thank God. I thank God. My God, can I even pour more Milo? Can we get some more Milo now? More prayer now. More Milo now. Look at it. Look at it. There got to be as more staring. The devil is a liar. It doesn't matter who gave more. It doesn't matter who got more. All we need to do is to stare. When we stare, when we stare, when we stare. Watch this. Watch this. Before, the color was different. But now look at the color. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You alone, what you are carrying can become nothing. What you thought was fear, but just, but just, it may not be fear. It can turn to faith. All you need to do is to get to commit of people who can stir you up. And what you are afraid of can be your biggest faith. Can I preach your church right now? The colors change. Many of you are about to change. Just because you've gone among believers and you go stir up. As for the Milo, I'm going to drink it by the grace of God. I'll preach the word right now. Can I drink it right now? Rise your feet and tell somebody, get stared. Get out and say, get stared. Get stared. Say, I know you are the Milo, but I'm the Nido. I know you are the Milo, but I'm the Nido. I know you are the N, I'm the M. The devil is a liar. I know you are brown, but I'm white. All we need to do is stare. Can we stare the church now? Can we stare comedy now? Can we stare this family now? Can we stare our anointings and our giftings now? You're clapping and sick in the house right now.